Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Hello, everybody. This is Two Pete in a Podcast, and this is episode one of season two. We haven't decided what we're going to call season two. No, we haven't. Common infections. I was going to say beyond symptoms. We'll do common infections. Common infections. (laughs) Things things that we see, entities that we see commonly in our practice. Uh, So I'm Simon Strawn and with me is... Me, Michael Platten, but you know that already. Hi, everyone. Hello. So we're going to start with one of the most common things we see, and that's ear problems. So we thought to start off with, we'll start talking about the ear and about ear health, uh, how the ear works and what you should and should not be doing with the ear. Mm. I think we're also going to end on where people believe something that isn't, actually isn't true, like old wives' tales about the ears. Mm. So we'll just wrap up with that at the end and just say, okay, this is what is actually happening, not this. And then obviously in, the, in around this uh, podcast uh, episodes of the ear, we'll deal with more specific things like ear infections, and we'll talk about uh, middle ear infections, outer ear infections. We'll have an ENT come and join us in a couple of weeks' mm. um, episodes' time and talk about grommets and surgery. So to start off with, let's kick off with ear health. So number one about the ear is you have two of them. Yes, and what is inside, Simon? So I think it's important to, let's well, let's think about we have an outer ear, a middle ear, and an inner ear. So the outer ear is from the floppy piece that's on the side of your face and the hole that goes in to a drum. And by drum, we mean... We mean the vellum of the drum, the thing that you actually play. It's called the eardrum. That's what it looks like. I didn't even know that a vellum was on top of the drum. That's exactly right. It's a vellum. It's a tight thing. (laughs) So what that does is it separates the outside to the inside. And the middle ear is inside your body. So the outer ear is where the sound waves will travel down the outer ear through the ear canal, the external ear canal, hit the eardrum. The eardrum vibrates because of the sound hitting it. The vibrations of the eardrum move the three little bones in the middle ear, if you all remember that from the school malleus biology. and stapes. Exactly right. The ossicles, they're called. Yes. And by moving those three little bones of the inner ear or the ossicles, it makes the stapes, which sits into the inner ear, pump in and out, which causes a fluid motion. And the fluid, in other words, the liquid in the inner ear is what moves, moves all the very, very fine little hairs that line Uh, within the inner ear, and that makes you hear. So, importantly, I'm saying you have the external ear, which is the skin part of the ear canal. That's completely separate from the middle ear. Completely separate from the middle middle ear, separated by that tympanic membrane. Now, the middle ear, the middle ear is connected to the back of the nose by a tiny tube, but it's not connected to the outside via the ear itself. Through the eardrum. Through the eardrum, yeah. yeah. Because it's sealed. Everyone understands that it is complete separate. So if you pour water into your ear, as long as you don't have a hole in your eardrum, if you pour water into your ear, don't do this at home, nothing serious is going to happen because the water can't go anywhere. It's just going to come out again, like when you swim. Mm -hmm. You're swimming along and you get out of the pool and you have to jump up and down on one leg. I'm doing it in... (laughs) Jump up and down on one... Try and get the water out of your ear. 
I actually did that yesterday in the pool. Anyway, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so the the ear, the external ear canal is completely separate from the middle ear. The middle ear is connected to the sinuses. Yes. And the there's you have the inner ear that the sound waves transmit through via the bones to here. Correct. Okay. Now, how do we keep the outside ear clean and safe? The body has a normal protective mechanism, and that's wax. And that wax gets produced continuously. And if you've ever tasted it, it's bitter. And it's, why would you have done that? It's, it just happens. You know, children, what's this? Ooh. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. Earwax is bitter. And it's to also just try keep insects out and stuff because it's well, actually quite... In, it's interesting you say hideous. bitter because, in fact, it, the, the, the wax that is normally produced in your ear canal, because the first third of your ear canal is lined by skin, like normal skin, with mm. sweat glands and wax glands and hair on it. The second two-thirds of the ear canal doesn't have those. Mm -hmm. And that point of the ear canal, called the isthmus, is the point where it moves from what is a cartilage kind of floppy part of the ear canal to the bony part. And that is extremely painful mm. beyond that point. And that is also the narrowest point of the ear canal. And the wax that's produced, you're saying it's bitter, is in fact creates this acidy environment mm. which prevents bacterial growth. Yeah, and keeps your ear clean and 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 dis, not sterilized, but prevents infection. Mm. And the nice thing about the ear is that it cleans itself mm. in the same way that the lungs are continuously f like pushing the mucus up, and that's why you have a cough in the morning. The same thing happens with the ears. It's going to slowly push that earwax out, and that's why your ears get dirty on the outside. You keep saying, "My child's ear has so much wax," and that's because it's actually doing its job, not necessarily because there's an infection there. And as it cleans it out, it takes all the dirt with it. Now, if you disrupt that by trying to clean it, like with an earbud, what, what do you normally say about what you, what you can put in your ear, Simon? What is the smallest thing you put in your this. ear? Your elbow. There we go. Right. So if you had to push, push an earbud in there, what you're going to do is you're going to, be start, or you're going to start disrupting that normal process of getting the earwax out, and you're going to start pushing the earwax in. And because it's then going to start impacting with the earwax coming out, you're going to get impacted wax. It's going to start causing a disc that's going to affect hearing. It's, it's going to yeah, get stuck. And generally, that's actually quite difficult to get out. But we normally just leave it in any case because it's going to get out as, as long as you don't keep sticking something in. Exactly. So the moral right. of the story is leave your ears alone. Leave your ears alone. So, you know, a lot of mums, I'll say, you know, if you have a look. So hold the floppy part of the ear, the external part of the ear. And you can have a look at the canal. If you can see wax and it's driving you berserk, then just pull it out of your finger a little bit, but don't stick something blindly into the ear canal. I think that's really mm. what we're saying here. And and people, some people produce lots of wax. Some people produce a little bit. Some produce powder wax. Yes. Some people naturally have wax that easily blocks up their ear canal. Other people, the wax easily drains out. I certainly start to see earwax in babies from as young as three months of age. Mm. Um, you know, when they're born, obviously, the ear canal that we're speaking about will have had amniotic fluid in it because everything is flowing in and out. And by about three months of age, you'll start to see wax. Uh, so don't freak out about it. Uh, don't try and clear it out um, if it's normal wax. And remember, wax is this generally this orangey, pasty you know, sticky stuff. Feels, sticky, yeah, sticky, like, oh, that's the word. Stick, yeah. Sticky wax. I had a mom that came to me this week and she said that her she saw blood in the baby's ear. And I had a look and it's just this old dry wax. Yes. 
and it's yeah, that was it. It was yeah. in blood. So if there's so the the point is the wax, even the normal wax in the ear that kind of can get blocked up or impacted, we call it. The only problem with that is that if we're trying to examine the ear, we can't see the eardrum. Mm. Um, as long as there's no other infection or there's no other leaking from the ear and there's no pain and and you're not feeling ill, the impacted wax is just bad luck. So if we need to examine and have a look at it, well, then sometimes you need to actually take that wax mm. out. So you can do that if you've got, as long as you can see particularly well with a bright light, you can use a little instrument and pick the wax out if you can get to it. Sometimes you can have a little suction where you can suction the wax out. If you know that the eardrum is completely okay with no holes in it and intact, you can sometimes flush it with, mm. uh, with, with water. Um, but generally, I try not to do too much about it. If I absolutely have to see the eardrum and I'm battling to get wax out, I'd rather refer to one of my ENT colleagues who's got all the fancy equipment mm. in their rooms to remove the wax. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think that's covered pretty much ear anatomy and ear function. Well, certainly the outer ear. The yes. outer ear, okay. So shall we leave it there? It was a, a little longer than I expected, but I just thought it important to... I just find that it's a concept that people don't have clearly in their minds. And often, and, and when I'm explaining the ear anatomy, I say to mums and dads, you did biology, right? And they go like, mm, mm. I don't remember that, actually. <laughs> so yeah. it's important just to get it. So let's leave it there, and we'll move on with ear health in the next episode. So thanks very much. So if your children have allowed you to, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.careforkids.co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At Two Pete in a Podcast. At Two Pete in a Podcast. T-W-O, not the numerical two. This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.